what if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you're truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we playfully explore topics from money to magic, healing to wholeness, creation, relationship, business, and more. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too wacky or weird in the quest to live as grand a life as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper are the embodiment of opposites attract. And the result is true synergistic power. Partnered in love and in business, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hello, 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 everybody. <laughs> this is Suzanne Stoffer, and usually I have my uh, co-partner in crime, Megan Silito, on the airwaves with me. Uh, but a few weeks ago, I was going through um, uh, some really intense awarenesses um, about myself, and in in a moment of I, what I would say, like kind of source channeling, I messaged Megan and I said, I think that I need to do the radio show alone. Because in truth, if you guys don't know this, I've actually never, ever hosted the show by myself where it was just me talking. I've I've been here just me, but I've always always had guests join me. So, and Megan has done the show many times by herself. And um and she used to do a show, a radio show before me, um that she did on her own. And so she was the one that kind of convinced me to do the radio show. And as you, if you're, if you've been a long time listener of our show, you know that I have been kind of a reluctant, um, <laughs> a reluctant participant in some of the creations um, that Megan has um, thrown our way. Um, and so you can imagine that for me to message her and say, "Hey, I really think I need to do the show alone." was like a huge thing. And honestly, like at 3 this morning, 3 a.m., and uh, even like an hour ago, I was literally going, WTF, Suzanne, what are you thinking? Because I I really have this place in me where I just felt so scared and and very emotional um, and very much like, why? Why did I choose to do this? Um, but... The reason why is because um, today I want to share more vulnerably about my own journey, my own journey with what I'm calling my addiction to relationships and to people, and specifically my um, addiction to Megan, um, because as some of you, well, maybe a lot of you know um, that we've been in romantic relationship for eight and a half years. And um, for the last 15, almost 16 months, we've been in an open relationship and we've been exploring uh, polyamory. So she's had another um, 
relationship, significant relationship in California that she spends a lot of time investing in. And I have um, had various relationships in the last 15 months. And um, that in and of itself is is um, kind of a big reveal because, you know, I have a very um, uh, Mormon family. And this is sometimes Salt Lake City can be, feel very closed in and a bit conservative. And I know that there's been a lot of people um, commu- in our community that have wondered about us, you know, that have wondered what's been going on with us. Because, you know, we started um, our relationship in public fashion. And and um, and now we're going through another almost phase of, of people being very curious and interested in what we're doing. Um, and it's been a challenging thing for us to navigate because it feels very intensely private and vulnerable. And at the same time, I also believe in vulnerability. And I believe in um, full disclosure. And I believe in telling the truth and my truth. And so, uh, so today... I feel like it's going to be uh, maybe a different type of show. Um, and I uh, just appreciate so much all of the people that are listening, all the people in the chat room. Um, thank you so much. I don't know if I can really type and talk at the same time, um, but I love all your comments. And if you want to come into the chat room, if you have a question, if you don't know me very well, um let me tell you something. I actually um, am an open book. I actually am very vulnerable. I know that I have this kind of air of mystery and like people kind of initially when they meet me, they're kind of like, who are you? Um, I know that like the Scorpio energy that I have sometimes can put people off. I know that I have a very interesting aura, so to speak. But in truth, I am very open and 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 I love and I'm going to get emotional because I love so big and um and I and I'm here to serve. I'm here to um to allow people into my inner landscape so that some in some way that might help and support you in your life. So if you have a question for me, whatever question it is, I'm open to it. And you can come to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com and click on the chat room and come and ask me. So if you've been wondering about us or wondering about me, or if you have some compelling question that you think maybe I could support you in, I would please come and ask. There is no question that I won't entertain or answer. So um, so this show is called Confessions of a People Addict. And when I sent Megan the copy, I was like, I just want to make sure that you're good with this because I think this is going to be a super vulnerable show and I want to respect, you know, your privacy. Um, and uh and she said, well, I, I mean, that seems really intense, the copy, but maybe I'm just scared. And, 
And she says, but I don't know if you're really a people addict. I think maybe you're just a relationship addict. Um, and I would say, I would say jury's still out um, about whether about whether I'm a people addict or a relationship addict. What I do know for sure is that I've been in relationship since I was 15 years old, um, and now I'm turning 47 a couple months, and I pretty much have been single only about six weeks in that entire time. So I think that probably makes me a relationship addict, or at least just obsessed maybe with relationship. Now, part of that is because I learn and grow so dynamically in relationship. I, and so I am always drawn to that, drawn to relationship. But I think in truth, in truth, I've also been very, very frightened to be alone. I've been very scared to be on my own. Um, and I think it was, I never understood why I was afraid to be alone. But if you know anything about my childhood, my childhood was super, super abusive in a, in a mental, physical, emotional, sexual way. Um, and, uh, and so at, on a, at an early age, I, I mean, there was like, <laughs> I have eight brothers and sisters, right? Um, but I felt so alone, um, so much of my childhood. Um, and so, and felt like so many of my fundamental needs um, in relationship weren't met. Um, and so there's, there's many a night where I felt like I was going to die, truly where I was going to die. Uh, because of having really, really bad asthma. And yet I felt like that I couldn't actually even go upstairs and tell my mom or my dad um, that I was struggling because um, I've, I was afraid of their punishment. So it was a very crazy, um, it was a crazy blueprint for me. So as an adult, I got married when I was 18. And I was married to my first husband for 12 years and had three kids with him. And what I would say is that I grew up into an adult with him. And I didn't know that I was codependent. I didn't know that I was actually <laughs> truly wanting him to fill me up, that I, did, that I wanted him to make me whole. Um, see, we've been talking about this for a number of weeks, Megan and I, about this idea that when you're born, you're completely dependent upon your mother and your father to live and to, to survive. And then when you grow into adulthood, you're supposed to kind of leave that idea <laughs> that you need someone else, right? That someone else makes you whole. And yet, how many of us are still trying to find your soulmate or your other half or the one that's going to complete you, right? In our society, there's such a huge, there's so much languaging around all of that, right? Um, about somebody else can make you whole. I didn't know that I was running that, but I was running that for sure. And in my relationship, I put a lot of pressure on him to spend time with me, put a lot of pressure on him to provide for me, to be the one that I could vent to. You know what I mean? Like I believed in this kind of idea of the inner circle, that there was one person 
there was one person that could receive all of me and that I could share and vent and have that person support me and that I would support them. And that's what I believed. That's what I believed relationship was or the ideal relationship was. And so you can imagine what kind of pressure that is in a relationship and how many how many of us are still unconsciously running that, right? Um, and so, of course, you know, in that process, you know, my first husband felt like he was never good enough. You know, he felt like he couldn't actually provide what I really needed. And in truth, that has been the, the narrative in every relationship that I've been in. So I've been married and divorced twice. I've been engaged twice. And I've had multiple, multiple relationships. And in the last 15, 16 months, I have explored three different relationships besides the one with Megan. And I would say that when you, um, when you open <clears throat> yourself to multiple relationships at the same time, you really get to feel and experience in stereo all of the relationship patterns that you've been running. <laughs> and so if I, <laughs> for those of you who are, uh, you know, wanting to learn about your kind of your biggest shadows, I would really highly suggest you open your relationship <laughs> because, <laughs> because it's like, times three. It's like in stereo, right? So it's been an incredible process for me to really take a look at myself and to see what I've outsourced to um, in the name of relationship, that I've made relationship mean more than myself, that I have like sacrificed um, in order to put my relationship first and that I thought that was love. I thought that was loyalty. Um, and so uh, in this process I of the last 16 months, which have, has been the most intense, um, the most intense moments of my entire life, truly. And I've had a very, very intense moments in my life. Um, but in the last 16 months, there has been moments where I have literally just wanted to die where I have felt like my heart was shattered in a million pieces and there was no way that I was going to be able to stand up and face myself or anybody else, right? There's There's been moments where I have felt the most rage, the most jealousy, the most separation, um, from my body and from my life and from everybody on the planet. And yet, there's also been the moments where my heart burst wide open and I have learned to love in a way that I never thought possible. There's been moments of communion and connection and intimacy that are beyond anything I've ever experienced. I have had some of the most incredible awarenesses and awakenings with my own body that I have ever had in my entire life. So if you want to do like, you know, <laughs> what I call the Olympics of love, <laughs> um, then, you know, maybe open or polyamory is for you. What I would say is that it's brought me 
brought me up against some of the most intense constructs um, of, around possession, around what love means and all the conditions that I put on love. Um, and it has brought me to a place of the most love for me. And so for me, it's been an incredible experience that has been worth the pain. And in that process, I've, uh, this concept of being addicted to relationship and being addicted to another person uh, keeps coming up again and again and again, you know, because I really did not believe that that after I met Megan, I mean, if you guys know Megan, you know that she's an incredible person. She loves so big. She offers so much in relationship. And so I never had felt love like that. Um, and I didn't think that anybody else could love me the way that she did. And so immediately all my little girls, all my little ones attached to her and connected to her as my source. And I had never experienced sexual communion in the way that I had experienced with her. I'd never examined or or would, was able to channel um, or experience sacred sex in the way that I experienced it with her. And so in a way, my body was attached to her. So my my heart was attached to her. My little ones were attached to her. My body was attached to her. And I believed that she was the only one that I could be myself with, truly, that I could, me, 100% me, that she was the only one that I could really be me with, and that no one else could support me in my purpose the way that she did, the way that she has, that there was no one that I could create more with than her, that um, that there was no one that could help me find the playful me that somehow she brought out in me. You know, that in truth that she was the source of my okayness and the reason for me to be on this planet. And I, I, I can't tell you how much pressure that puts on a person, and I had no idea that that's what I was doing. All of this was unconscious, you guys. All of this was. I, If you would have asked me two years ago, I would have said, wow, she is the love of my life. And I do everything I can to support her. And she does everything she can to support me. You know? Like, that is what I would have said. I had no idea my own codependency. And I read the books. And I teach this stuff. Right? Um, and so it took this process of us, right? Because it, at year two of our relationship, we both knew that I wasn't gay, that I wasn't a lesbian. We both knew that my body desired and required sexual expression with men. But it was a very challenging aspect to face into and lean into, given how much we loved each other and given how much we wanted in a way to be free, but also we didn't know how to navigate the jealousy, the possessiveness that got brought up even in the conversations around that. So for five years, we struggled with that. And then, um, 
you know, Megan came to me. We'd ha- we would have conversations like twice a year um, about what what do we do? What do we do about this fundamental challenge in our relationship? Um, and we could never get through it. Um, and then we had a life-changing conversation that was really uh, Megan's idea. And so when we get back from great break, I'll tell you what that conversation was and how that changed the trajectory of both of our lives. So you're listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. It's confession time. And please come back after break for more. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., Call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Hello, everybody. Thanks for coming back. (sighs) Okay, so where was I? Um, I'm so, so appreciating all of the people in the chat room and all the love that I'm getting through text and um, and everything. It's, it's seriously making me cry. I so appreciate that so much. Um, truly, that's one of the gifts of this time for me is that truly for the first time in my life, um i really opened up to support i really opened up to receiving the people in my life who have always been there my really close friends my sister um like shout out to Lori and Kirsten who have been like my two just two amazing women in my life um i i 
always wanted like these really, really close friendships with women and I didn't know how to create it. Um, and then I realized that I was just trying to be this like strong support for them, for anybody in my life. And yet I wasn't receiving the support that they were offering. So it wasn't a two way street. And, um, so to go through this time and experience the kind of love and support that I have has been amazing. It's been incredible. And I realized that, you know, it takes a village. It really does. So I also want to really tell Natalie how much she means to me and how much she supported me. She's been on the show, Natalie Vartanian, and really so many other people in my life who have listened to me, who have just been a space for me to just vent sometimes, right? Um, if it, there's, This has been a process of me really recognizing how much I want to play the victim. You know, um, when, so back to the conversation, Megan came to me one morning and she said, Suzanne, I really think we need to open our relationship. Like I, I feel super shut down. I know that you've been very shut down. There's all this energy coming through me. Um, I like, I feel like if we don't do this, you know, I feel like you're actually killing your body. And I actually feel like that there's going to be, you're going to resent me. We're going to resent each other. We're going to end up hating each other if we don't do this. Because what I had done is I had shut down my sexuality. Um, I had barriered myself from any masculine energy. Um, and I had stopped desiring to try to stay in the, my monogamous relationship with Megan. And so I gained like 30 pounds so that I could be not attractive to anybody. Um, and so literally I was killing my body so that I could stay in this relationship. And Megan was doing her own version, you know. And so the love that we have for each other really brought us to this place. And I was so terrified because I knew it would be the end of our relationship. I knew it. And it was. It was. It was the end of our monogamous relationship. It was the end of the old. And there's sometimes where I still grieve that so much. I grieve that relationship that I thought I had that I thought I wanted, that I thought was my dream relationship, except for this big glaring piece, right? But I don't know of two people who are more brave and who are more committed to learning and growing than Megan and I. And so it was like, okay, let's do this. I don't know what this is going to look like, but let's do this. And wow, has it been intense. And wow, have I ever wanted to play victim in this? You know, when she flies to California, I want to really feel the either or. I want to feel like she's choosing her other relationship and not me. You know, when I know that, you know, when I intuitively know what's happening over there and that she's sexually expressing with some other woman, it's very 
intense and it feels like, wow, this is happening to me, that I'm a victim to this, you know, and yet I'm choosing that same thing too. You know, I'm choosing to express with other people too. And in my world, it's not an either or, you know, in my world, I can express with a man and express with the woman and it doesn't feel like an either or. It feels like synergy. It feels like my body's finally aligned. It feels like I'm finally following my truth. But when it happens to me, <laughs> it hurts. And so I have to look at the constructs. I have to look at where I've outsourced. I have to look at where I'm creating this pain, where I'm creating this suffering, because I chose this. I didn't choose the way that it's playing out, but I chose this. And so if I'm the creator of my life, and I absolutely believe I am, and if I um, am coaching that, with my clients every day, then you better believe I've got to live it because that's who I am. Like, I, as much as I can be, I'm a person of integrity. And what I say is what I live. And I'm not perfect. But if I'm telling somebody, hey, you're the creator, there's no victims, then I have to lean into my own victim mentality. And it's been the most challenging thing of my life. And it's been the most rewarding thing of my life. And I've really been able to see that I, all these things that I outsourced to Megan, all of it is inside of me. All of it is inside of me. So I can be me with anybody. I can be me. I can I can just show up for me and be me. But I can also show up and be me in any arena. And this last 16 months, I have been more me than at any other time in my life. And I have leaned into being alone. I have leaned into moments of the most intense loneliness. And I have found myself. I have found the essence of me. I have found how sometimes it's just me laying on the earth. And me putting my hands on my body and breathing and being in that moment, just in that moment, like I am me and this is my body and I'm okay. I'm here and I'm okay. And I am love. And so, I look at relationship in a really radically different way. I'm looking at it from a place of, first of all, my relationship with me. 
And that when I'm in a relationship with me, it doesn't mean that I can't be in relationship with others. Because again, that's another either or. So when I separate myself and I cocoon in myself and I'm just with me separated, that's also not the and. So <clears throat> I'm learning how to choose me and keep my heart open. I'm learning how to choose me and not disconnect. I'm learning how to love other and love me. I'm learning how to receive everything, even the stuff I don't want to receive. <laughs> I, uh, I'm learning that there's such an incredible gift and gold in my <laughs> obsession, my addiction with relationships. Because ultimately, I'm in relationship with myself, right? And so truly, we're not alone. And I'm also in relationship with the spiritual realm and called in all of my spirit guides, angels, teachers, and masters this morning to come and support me to, so that I could say and be the energy that was required here. So relationship is such an incredible place to learn and grow and up-level. And I'm learning to let go of my judgment around my own relationship patterns. I'm learning to be kind and gentle and sweet with all of those wounded little girls in me that want to pull that want to pull at Megan or pull at my other relationships or pull, just pull. Like they, they, they feel desperate to be loved, to be held, to feel lovable. And I'm learning to be with all of that, like my shadow and my light, to recognize all of the unconscious stuff and to not like not from the fix it perspective you know not from the like I've I've got to like fix all of this in order to find somebody you know that will stay with me but really from just a place of like if I can be 100% with me and my shadow that's all that matters I don't, and then whatever happens, happens. So it's been an incredible journey. Um, and what I have learned beyond that is that, <laughs> that that Rumi quote that we said a couple weeks ago of your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. That that's the process that I'm in. And so there's the place that I'm coming up against all the barriers within myself that have been unlovable, which 
or that I've deemed as unlovable. And I just bring a little bit more kindness to those places of, yep, I am really demanding. <laughs> yep, I really do like to receive somebody's undivided attention. <laughs> um, yes, I really am so good at being in reaction and separating immediately. <laughs> um, I, I'm in this process of falling in love with me. Not, I've always felt like I liked myself. You know, I've always felt like I was, quote, a good catch. <laughs> I always saw myself as capable of, of actually just being really smart. <laughs> you know, it's not that I didn't like myself. I've, I've liked myself for a really long time. Um, but there's a difference between liking yourself and falling in love with yourself. There's a difference. Like when I fall in love, I just pour energy and time and resources into a person. You know, they become my whole world, you know. And I am in a process of doing that for me now. Um, and I, <laughs> I really turn myself on. <laughs> I really, the love that I have is amazing, actually. And in order to, for me, like, to receive it, whoa, like, uh, yeah, no wonder lots of people want to be in relationship with me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so I, I, this is not a prescription for anybody, right? This is confession time. <laughs> so I'm not trying to prescribe anything to you. Um, to you listeners, I don't know what your path is, you know, whether you've been mostly alone or whether you've been mostly in relationship or whether you love where you are. Um, for me, it's it's really, I just want to share vulnerably my path um, so that y if something resonates with you, if something like pushes you or um, you know, like if if you feel uncomfortable with something that I've said, that it might um, it might open you up to curiosity. It might open you up to your own barriers um, that you have in place to love, that you have in place to being in love with yourself, that you have in place that doesn't allow you to be in communion with you or with other people. Because I don't think that it we're meant to do this alone. You know, I've had this conversation so many times over the last decade of like, I don't get it. If you're supposed to be the source of your own love, if you're supposed to be this complete unit, then why do we have a billion people on the planet? Right? It's always been this thing for me that I've hated in the metaphysical world around like, oh, love yourself and be your own complete whole unit, you know? Um, <laughs> it's always made me so mad. 
Um, and, and yet, right. It's because that's been my issue so much is outsourcing to other people. But I also don't think that you get to do it alone. I don't think that it's about being alone. Um, so that's part of also what I've learned is that it really takes a village, you know, to get through this life. But I also, at the same time, I've only got me, you know. And if I really have got me and if, if I'm really in love with me, then it it makes the relationships that I also bring into my life so much more enrich, enriching. So it's that juxtaposition of nothing and everything, you know. Um, and isn't that the irony of life? There's so many of those principles that are almost polar opposites of each other, it seems. So, but I'm 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 waxing on, and I realize that we need to take a break. So, um, we're going on our last break. You're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird, and please come back for more. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body, and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to MeganSolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for going on this journey with me. Um, wow. Um, it's been really incredible. Um, and I am in this process in my life of following spirit. And spirit told me to do this a couple weeks ago, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show. And this morning, I was in so much fear and actually so much emotion because I was like, seriously, why? <laughs> um, and so I hope that it has been meaningful um, to hear hear the raw, unfiltered version 
um, that isn't glossed over. I don't, I don't, I don't have the answers. All I know is that I'm following my own whispers. What I tell people is that I'm on a path to doing what feels good. Um, truly, like I, every day. I used to be such a futurist. You know, when you're in a long-term relationship, it's like you think, wow, I'm, I'm going to plan my vacation next year. You know what I mean? And because of the journey we've been on, I've, I've had to stay in today because I have no idea what's going to happen in my relationship. I don't know if we're going to be together or not. Um, I don't, I don't have any idea. Um, and so it's brought me to the now in a way that I've never had to be in the now. And it's scary, people. <laughs> um, but I am in a path of radical honesty, radical awareness, radical love, and doing what feels good. I call it my pleasure path. So I'm on a pleasure path. And it's not so much about, you know, like in the moment gratification. Sometimes it's that, you know. But mostly it's like what will move me forward and open me up energetically? What will be greater? So I have to say that, you know, uh, within a few weeks of opening my relationship and having my first sexual experience with a man um, in seven years, that my body immediately aligned and I lost like 15 pounds in 10 days. And I lost another 10 pounds or 15 pounds in another two weeks. And I just went to the doctor a couple, like a month ago, and got all my blood work done. And my body is so healthy. In fact, my doctor was like, what are you doing, Suzanne? Are you on some superfood diet? And I, and I kind of had to laugh because I've really just been drinking what I want to drink and eating all kinds of desserts and ice cream at all hours of the night and been having um, a lot of like really crazy fun experiences that wouldn't be considered, quote, healthy. And yet it's been my pleasure path. And so, um, so my body is online, finally. And it's like saying, yes, 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 Suzanne. So as intense of a roller coaster as this has been, it's also been my body and my being. Like I have grown in 16 months. I have probably <laughs> um, done 10 years worth of personal development work. <laughs> um, and my body is healthier and more vibrant and alive than it's ever been in my entire life. And so when I have those moments of like WTF, Suzanne, like, why would you choose this? I get reminded, you know, um, because I have moments of the most pure love and the most pure joy. And my body is telling me every day, yes, Suzanne, yes, keep going, keep doing this. Now, I have no idea what path I'm going to choose in the future. I have no idea if I'm going to be um, if I'm going to choose a polyamorous lifestyle, truly, I don't know. 
I don't know if I'm going to find somebody that I want to be in monogamy with. I don't know if Megan and I are going to stay in romantic relationship or not. I don't even, I don't know anything anymore. But that brings me to a clean slate and a place of choice and a place of true, truly connecting into my being and my body and saying, what now? What whisper do I want to follow now? What path do I want to create now? What creations do I want to create now? Which Christina, my producer, is saying, please promote yourself and what you're creating now. <laughs> so so I want to tell you what's up because that was a thing that I outsourced a lot with Megan um, is I thought that I could only really create with her and that she was the facilitator, not me. Um and that truly, you know, she was my inspiration for being a coach. And so I've always seen her as the coach and I'm just like the apprentice, you know. But the last 16 months has really brought me to a new awareness of myself as a speaker and a facilitator and a coach. And I have a full practice of coaching clients doing intuitive readings, a, a more than full practice, which is like amazing and also tells me that I'm on the right path because the universe is saying here there's more people that you can help and support and empower and encourage there's more so um so i now am teaching um a series of workshops called unleash the first one is unleash your wild woman the second one is unleash your mystic so your intuitive self and the third one is Unleash Your Majesty, which is opening and, and and accepting the queen in you. And that Natalie and I, this was a something that I channeled um, about a year ago. And um, Natalie agreed to teach it with me. And um, it's been incredible. I've We've taught six workshops in six months um, in Salt Lake City in San Francisco. And they've been so magical. Um, and we have another one, Unleash Your Majesty, that's coming up in San Francisco uh, in a couple weeks. Um, we have Unleash Embodied in Salt Lake City um, scheduled for September. So it's all been personal invite only um, because we've been growing this baby called Unleash. Um, but it wants to be in the world and it wants to be visible. And so we're in the process of creating a video series so that people can um, learn more about what we're talking about with these archetypes. Um, right now, we've just been doing it live. Um, but as it grows, and I think we will be doing it live stream. Um, but if you're interested in something, if, in learning more about Unleash, um, please PM me in Facebook um, or email me, uh, SuzannePeaceDoffer at gmail.com, and I can give you that video series. It's like a five-part video series with an ama amazing tools for you to start to embody some of those archetypal energies. Um, I also do soul purpose readings, relationship readings, and all kinds of Akashic readings, intuitive readings that are very powerful. Um, I do body work. Um, I'm in the process of learning really um, helping people with their sexuality 
with healing their um, separateness to their sexuality, with healing their sexual abuse and trauma, um, with going and getting into a place of non-judgment with their body. So I do a lot of um, live sessions when, with you on my massage table doing incredible energy work and opening codes and healing around your body and around sexuality. So there's a lot in my world that I'm creating and that I'm being and the gifts and magic are coming out of me. And I'm being called, the, the high priestess in me is being called forward to serve and to support. And I know that me surrendering and me being in a place of channeling and me being in a place of vulnerability and raw realness is the key um, for me to show up for myself in my own life, but also for me to be the true impact and ripple that I am and that I want to be in the world because I, I am here to change the world. And I need all of you to change the world with me. And that starts with changing ourselves. That starts with our own personal work and our own kind inventory of where we're blocked and where we're stuck and where we need to let go and where we need to forgive and where we need to let go of the victim mentality that we all have been pickled in. So I ask you, please do your work. Please lean into those places that are hard Please lean in to your feelings. Please be vulnerable. Please show up for yourself and others. And I will do the same. And together, together we can and we do and we will and we are changing the world because that's what this is about. And so thank you so much for listening and for being here with me on this journey today as I step up and step out into my own visibility. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time. 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Be sure to tune in for more tips and tools on how to claim your marvelous, magical life.